The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the April 3rd edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Going solo today. Uh, no Chewy or anything. I've used that joke like 30 times, but it's, it's still good to me. Uh, but yeah, Noah Syndergaard's pitching. Fantasy baseball season. Hope you guys are checking out the Rotor World baseball stuff. They're actually doing really well with their podcasts. Uh, a lot of stuff going on over there. But yeah, uh, it's weird. I, I don't pay for pitching for, for you guys who play fantasy baseball. I, I hope you do. It's a lot of fun. Um, I don't have any good pitchers on like any of my teams. I just draft like young pitchers and hope like three break out. That's my strategy. Uh, it works out. I usually do pretty well. Um, but yeah, I have Chris Bryant on a lot of teams. So I'm, I'm rooting for him. Anyways, uh, so let's go over this stuff. We're going to talk about kind of next season kind of just other things to get you ready for the last week of this last full week of the season crazy man i don't know what i'm gonna do uh after this <laughs> so yeah we'll just get into your questions and one thing i do want to talk about uh, which was a great question yesterday is just kind of players that i think are due for breakouts and there's a lot to digest i mean dario Saric, who's going to be the rookie of the year he has to be someone to think about here. Uh, so I just want to talk about him. Just how good he's been post-break. Um, I mean, the, the guy is just straight cash homie. Like Randy Moss. Perfectly said. Uh, he, he was actually talking about Dario Sharks the entire time. Just so you guys know. <laughs> uh, but he... I don't know what to do with this guy. I mean, I, I have him on like most of my teams. But I can't see investing more than like a, a seventh ish maybe maybe fifth i guess but i mean simmons they're gonna probably drop the point guard it's just there's just so, it's so convoluted what we're gonna see with the sixers with this with these guys <clears throat> but I, I know one guy that i'm, I'm fully on who <clears throat> we've talked about in this podcast several times uh a guy he's he's kind of like my miles turner this year um i'm gonna be all in on marquise chris I think he's going to be awesome. Uh, we've seen him go offer big games. He's been under the radar too, like Turner was, <clears throat> as a guy who he would have big games. He would have the stats we want, blocks, uh, Chris shooting a lot of threes, all these things we want to see. But Turner, like Chris, hasn't popped consistently. Foul trouble's been the culprit, but I think. Like Marquise Chris is probably my boy next year. Uh, apparently, Robert Sarver, the owner, had emailed the season ticket holders that, hey, we're not going for it this year or next year. Which, I mean, if you're stashing young players, you love to hear that. Um, so, the development of Chris has been big. We, again, we've seen him play minutes at the five. I love that. So, Marquise Chris is probably my favorite guy to stash. Uh, other players that are kind of hurt. There's not a lot. I mean, sometimes 
I'm, I actually kind of like Simmons. Uh, I talked to Jonas Nader, who comes on on Wednesdays, and I thought he was going to be uh, with me. Uh, he did a roundtable for players who were excited to draft, and I was like, hey, what about Simmons? And apparently no one said Simmons. I mean, a 6'10 point guard, he has the Giannis kind of game, which, you know, we had him, I think, at 6 on our preseason, and we actually got hated on him for that, by the way. So, yeah, hate me, hate me now. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited to draft Ben Simmons next year. I think he's going to be pretty solid. Uh, another guy, another rookie that I'm kind of excited for, similar to Chris, where like he has these spurts where you're just he has that wow factor, uh, probably more so than Chris, and that's Jamal Murray. Um, I mean, getting Emmanuel Mudiay benched has been big, and we've as we've heard, kind of it's kind of like Aaron Gordon, where you hear, "Hey, I want to play this position," and everyone else is saying, "Like, no, you're not that position." You're this position. And it's been the same thing for Jamal Murray. But now, Jamal Murray is getting minutes at the one. Everyone, myself included, thought he was more of a shooting guard. But they're playing with the one now. So I think Jamal Murray is probably one of my... Like, him and Marquise Chris are my probably my favorite two young, underappreciated second-year players. Uh, obviously, we love Joel Embiid. He'll probably go pretty early. Um... That's a great question, actually. When when's he gonna go? Uh, when when do you when when would you guys target Joel Embiid? Hit me up with a Twitter uh, on that. I'm probably thinking like fifth round. Um, I mean, a full season off. Uh, he only had a quote unquote slight meniscus tear, as I do my air quotes to myself. So I uh, this is so weird doing a solo post by myself. Can I say that? <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Embiid, but other other guys, uh, I think Seth Curry's a guy that I'm excited to draft next year. Um, who else? Uh, Zubots, actually, we had some good questions about him from Luke Walton saying he's not sure if he's going to be the starting center. Uh, obviously, they should have a high pick with their top three protected pick. From the 76ers in the big old Steve Nash deal. Man, this, this Suns set up so... Could you, like... Could we talk about that for a second? If the Suns didn't trade for Brandon Knight, yes, that guy who doesn't play, who has a quote-unquote back injury, uh, as I do my air quotes to myself, like, the Suns could legit have the one and four pick. Like, seriously. Come on, dude. Uh, so that was a, a bad, bad move, man. Um, I'm a big fan of what Ryan McDonough has done. Devin Booker's a steal. I talked about Chris. Uh, I think Bender's going to be a factor. They have a lot of good young players, but they messed that pick up bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, okay, so who else do we like next year? We like, uh, as I say that as the plural we, uh, what about Malcolm Brogdon, by the way? He's banged up now. I, I think he has the spot. I mean, he has clearly, clearly outplayed Dova Dova. Uh, just a great fit. You want a guy who can shoot the ball. You want a guy who can make sound plays, play defense next to Giannis. That's the plan. And he fits it to a T. 
or to an M or to a B, whatever it is. But he's been fantastic. So not a guy I'm excited to draft, but I'm excited to see what the Bucks do with him. Um, who else? I ah, can I say Josh Richardson or no? Uh, I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I love Josh Richardson. Uh, we'll see what they do with waiters. The Buck, the Heat are playing really well. Sorry, my dog is. Uh, you, you hear? You hear him? He's being a cute little puppy, uh, biting my hand and stuff. But I'm excited to draft Richardson. Um, just a guy that I, 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 he does so much, does so much stuff. Okay, so let's get to Sixers. We talked about some of the other guys. What about Lawawu? My choice, my Lawawu. Not like Nawaba. Um, he's a guy that he's been really good. I, I sound like John Madden, huh? He here's a guy when he runs, he goes faster. <laughs> uh, I'm stupid. Okay, so uh, I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's gonna be a low usage kind of a player. He's been fantastic the past week, though, for sure. But next year, I'm not really too souped about drafting him. As I said, souped. Um, Sixers and 76ers and Kings. I don't know. Uh, I think Malachi's a solid stash. Um, he's been, he was playing really well before that hamstring injury, but he got ruled out for the season. So it's tough to play him. Um, okay, so that's kind of it for the the stash session. So let's kind of talk some tank stuff. Do you know what team has the second longest winning streak uh, among lottery teams? Number one is Charlotte with a three-game streak. They're coming on here. We'll talk about that. Uh, but number two, the Brooklyn Nets with two. Uh, a lot of teams doing some good tanking, man. Uh, again, props to the Suns for losing 12 straight. That is some epic tanking. Uh, Devin Booker, ankle soreness. I love it, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's good. Uh, so I want to talk about this. What The Magic are... I don't know what the Magic are doing. They look, look like they're not tanking. But they've lost four straight. The Sixers have lost three straight. The, the Knicks have won three in their last ten. That's costing them. They were sitting in that four spot for a while, but they're sliding. They're two games out of the four spot now uh, because of the Magic losing and so forth. Um, the Kings won. That was a bad win for the Kings, man. Uh, what are they doing? As, as my dog complains, you can hear him. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like seriously, and I talk about this all the time. The four, the four spot has a thirty-eight percent chance to win top three, whereas the number nine spot has only a six percent chance. So there's a not so much this year. You would probably say from like okay, so four to eight, uh, and eight has a ten percent chance. So I'm a big supporter of the lottery system. Um, like we said, yeah. Keep an eye out. It's just this last week of the season is so rough, and I, I wish I had some other input on what to do. Um, as my dog freaks out, I don't know why I have him on my lap right now. He's a a fifteen pound or actually seventeen pound. He's a big boy, <laughs> puppy. So uh, okay, so let's flip to the let's flip the script here. Uh, let's talk some standings and what we have to watch out for. Uh, we'll start off the top with Spurs. I, I think you got to be careful with any Spur, even Kawhi Leonard too. Um, 
he's going to get rested. This last week sucks, man. Um, I mean, if you're playing Blazers and Wolves, they both have five games, so you have to fire them up regardless. Um, I think Chris Dunn's a great guy to play. We've been kind of pimping him, especially on the DFS pod. Uh, I love Chris Dunn. He was, I would say, I would call him so-so for what he did over the weekend. Uh, he was, I guess, disappointing, but uh, I, I think he's had, I think he has a big week coming. I mean, I think he can be a top, uh, let's call it 55 player with five games. Um, his steals have been fantastic. He fouled out on Saturday, which we did not like. Um, but his assists are coming up a little bit. He's had four assists per game in his last two. Like we said, minutes are coming up. Um, he's been a little careless with the basketball, which we don't like to see. But I think Chris Dunn's a guy you want to start confidently. He's kind of like our new Turing Prince. Um, so yeah, him... I'm in my 30 minute. I almost want to start Tyus Jones, but I can't do it. Um, his last game, Jones only played 11 minutes. I do think Rubio may get shut down. So I think I, you still got to start Rubio and Gorgie Jang and those guys, but just be careful. Um, even Wiggins, I mean, you still got to start him, obviously, with five games. Um, and the Wolves have given no indication that they're shutting dudes down. Okay, so other things we have to watch out for. So let's go through the standings. We have the the Celtics are number one with a half game, which is fantastic. Like you, lo- if you're a LeBron or Kyrie owner, you love to hear that stuff. So hopefully they're good. Um, everyone in the East, there's a lot to go for in the East, right? Uh, like we said, one, two, three, four. Raptors are three back. Wizards are four back. So they're right there. That's going to be a big battle to who takes that spot. Uh, and and the 5-8 to eight and so on is a crazy thing going on. Um, I think the, the Bucks are probably good. They're going to play their guys uh, 10, games, 10 games back, 11 games for the Hawks, who are in some trouble here. I talked about this, this on the DFS podcast. Like The Hawks' schedule is rough, man. They have so many tough games. They play the Celtics on Thursday, by the way. That stinks to wait that long for them to play. Uh, back-to-back on Friday at Cleveland, and then Sunday home against Cleveland. And then Charlotte, who's playing well. And then the Pacers. Like, There's a very, very good chance that, which is national, by the way, uh, ESPN hopped on that. I think they know the deal, which I would have done the same thing. Um, that game's going to be huge, huge, big league. It's going to be a big league game. We, no, uh, I, I can't do that for much longer. So, um, I, I think that's going to be a very, very important game with how well the Bulls are playing. So, Western Conference-wise, you got to be careful with your Spurs, obviously. Um, they're pretty much locked into the two seed. Uh, the Warriors are pretty much locked into the one seed, so... Uh, as Draymond has said the entire time, they don't care about really winning games. They want that number one seed locked up. So when that gets locked up and they're on a 11-game winning streak, yeah, um, I mean, sure, start them. Uh, but they could, they're going to rest, I think, one game at least, maybe more. Um, so uh, 
That stinks, but yeah, I guess throw them in there. Hopefully get two games out of them. Your studs it is. So your Curry's, your Clay's, your Dre's. Um, I love Iguodala. Iguodala's been so good. I mean, if you want to talk about pickup of the year from deadline, like Iguodala's in that mix for sure. Him and Dario and others, Chris, um, Nurkic, I mean, other guys, there's so many, but Iguodala's in there, man. Iguodala's been so damn good. Nine cat, low turnovers, every category, threes, blocks, steals, assists. He's been awesome, man. So you gotta, you, you probably can't start Iggy this week. That stinks, but um, he's been, he's he's gonna be, he's gonna be rested. So careful there. Um, okay, so the Rockets are also another one, man. They're locked into that three spot, and I have Harden only three games. Like, after Harden, you can't play anyone. You can't play Ariza. You can't play Beverly. You can't play Capella. You can't play anyone, man. That stinks, but because they apparently have a, from what I understand, like an understanding to get where they want to go and then shut down. So, you may only get two games out of Harden this week, man. That sucks. Um, so hopefully the Jazz can win some games or something. I don't know, but man, I'm so mad about Harden. I'm not going to go there. Um, I think that the hopefully the the Thunder don't rest guys. I guess, but I think they may shut guys down at the end of the season. So just keep an eye on him. Um, and then obviously the Grizzlies, we saw them rest Carter on Sunday. They may rest other guys as well. They have their playoff seed locked up. They're pretty much locked into seven. Um, and they actually play this first tight, so we'll see what that what that means. So, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll get into your questions now. Uh, I got a baseball question, which uh, I, I, I can't answer here. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of props from you guys, and I really appreciate that. Um, thanks for listening and all that good stuff. So someone's asking, would you drop Porter for Chris for Chris Dunn? Which actually doesn't sound as dumb as you may think. So props for the question and props for thinking outside the box. I still can't do it. I think Dunn will out steal and out assist Porter probably by a lot in assists, but uh, Porter will. By the way, I'm really mad at Porter for not hitting threes. But I think Porter's a guy you want to trust this week uh, with three games. Um, like we said, the Wizards have a lot to play for. But Dunn's... I, I would start in both. I consider both, like, if we did... I know football do, like, flex rankings. I would put them both, like, top 65 this week. Uh, a lot of three-game weeks. So... I uh, play them as bad as Porter's been. By the way, oh, I'm so mad Porter didn't hit three last night. I was so stressed last night, and it didn't go down. All right. Uh, other questions that we have. We have a, uh idea asking uh, from Steven, saying he's done head-to-head season-long for 15 years, but he's thinking about switching to daily. Okay, this is a big thing. So what do we do about all the rest? I think this isn't going away. The NBA knows this. Again, we all know this. If you're listening to this podcast, you know this. Rest is coming. 
So I think that the NBA is going to hedge their bet a little bit and not be so dependent on late season rest. So that means fewer back-to-backs and things of that nature. So I wouldn't totally adjust what's going down, but just... Uh Uh-oh. Dog's mad. Nope. So just be careful on... I wouldn't play... This This week sucks. Don't let your season end this week. Let it end now. Like, this this upcoming week shouldn't matter for you uh, at all. I mean, teams are going to rest. You don't want that. So, just be careful there. Okay, so other questions. Uh, again, all these props, man. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, just... Thanks. So I guess we're going to get out of here again. Shout out to everyone who won uh, three times champs, man. That's awesome, dude. Uh, I also am hoping to win multiple championships myself. Um, I'm in a league where it shouldn't matter. (laughs) But we're out of here on that. So you guys take care. And good luck this week if you're in there. We'll be doing stuff all season. DFS still coming. So thanks a lot. Take care. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.